Eamon, welcome to uh, the first ever podcast from the Lonsdale Street Studio. And uh, just to introduce you to our audience, uh, Eamon Quinn is the – what is your role? Tell me. Because <laughs> it keeps on changing. It keeps on adding adding more senior uh, parts it, to it. So. It does, it does. I'm the Marketing and Communications Director for Aspen Medical, based down in Deakin. So tell us, for people who don't know anything about Aspen Medical, tell us a bit about the company. Okay, so the company's been around since uh, 2003. Uh, founded by uh, Glenn Keyes. And uh, the company specialises in uh, healthcare solutions. Um, uh, Now, a lot of what we do is almost indescribable on paper, and I'm sure we're going to get to this a little bit later as to why you and I uh, do some work together. Um, But I suppose it's easier more to give an example. So some of the stuff that's quite high profile would be the work we did uh, in uh, West Africa, in, in 2014, 2015, uh, around the Ebola uh, crisis there. So we uh, we don't just send people. We, we, we obviously send people, but we also manage all of that as well. So we manage the Ebola treatment centres. Uh, we put the people in place over there. We looked after everything from security, uh, logistics, uh, getting people uh, um, um, physically into location. We have project managers in addition to, to, to the healthcare professionals. Um, so, so it's a complete solution. Now, you know, Asthma Medical, if you said to us, we, we simply want you to provide a paramedic on board for argument's sake, a, 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 um, a, v- a vessel uh, out at sea, we could do that. If you also said to us, we want a full hospital, mobile hospital setup, uh, we can do that. So um, it's, it's, it can be quite difficult uh, to, to describe what we do in a sentence. Uh, so that's why I suppose a lot of the time we, we, we actually do uh, end up um, and doing video and stuff like that. Well, with that in mind, um, so what are your, as you're in your role, what do you sort of... Uh, Who's your target market? What's your sort of remit as far as, you know, who are you trying to sort of market to? Yeah, yeah. there's two, there's two, uh, essentially there's two audiences. Well, obviously, you know, you can segment it. This isn't a marketing piece, so we won't do too much of that. But in general, uh, you know, we do two things. We need to encourage people to uh, join the Aspen Medical team uh, because we're always looking for um, uh, talented health professionals who are prepared to go sometimes at short notice sometimes to places that are, are, are off the beaten track we do specialize in remote and and uh, challenging environments as i said we just mentioned um, um, ebola in west africa we also managed several uh, tree uh, field trauma hospitals and, and maternity units in mosul uh, a number of years ago as well uh, as as the uh, iraqi army were essentially chasing ISIS out of that part of the world. Uh, the healthcare system was completely, uh, there wasn't any, uh, and the World Health Organization had asked us to uh, go in and, and put together some, some uh, trauma hospitals. Um, so, so basically having a constant flow of experienced, motivated uh, uh, healthcare professionals, whether it's nurses or surgeons or, or, or GPs, um, because we do work in Australia uh, as well, obviously in Indigenous communities, in rural and remote locations as well. So it's having those people. So we're, we're selling the company and what we do to the healthcare professionals. Uh, ultimately, to get projects uh, somewhere else. Right, so we need to have the right people in place to be able to go and do Mosul or to go and do the, the things like Ebola. So, um, you know, our target audience is just choosing one would be the World Health Organization and the uh, and, and the United Nations because in the event of a um, 
you know, an outbreak or, or something like that, that they have a go-to company. Uh, we're probably the only private commercial company in the world that does this kind of uh, work with uh, the World Health Organization. Um, federal government I- is another um, customer of ours uh, because, as I said earlier, we do stuff in, 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 in Australia as well, uh, remote indigenous communities where we uh, place doctors and nurses and audiologists and and. and oral health professionals um, that's that's another project we have the remote area health core it's a separate brand but part of our group um, we also operate across the Pacific where we manage hospitals uh, in in Fiji are about to get into the process of, of, of getting our hands dirty so to speak we're in an observation period at the moment but we have a 23 year contract to manage two hospitals in Fiji uh, and in the Middle East we have uh, uh, lined up uh, clinics. Um, our first one is due to open later this year in in in, in and around uh, September 2020. So we do a lot of stuff globally, a lot of stuff on behalf of, of governments or state governments. And we also are involved in the oil and gas industry as well uh, across Australia uh, and indeed in, in Papua New Guinea, uh, the mining industry, um, defence forces. We've done a lot of defence uh, work as well, all, all part of sort of federal government. But Selling our story, having the right people who are essentially the raw materials for our end product, which is world-class project management in the healthcare space, to sell on to the customers I've, I've just mentioned. So that's it. Well, that's, that's not too much, is it? <laughs> no. So, no, so with all that content, uh, that's, you've obviously you know, are washed and rich with content, what, what sort of tools do you use to market? Um, a lot of this stuff... <sighs> To get straight to get straight to it, uh, I mean, you know, obviously people, you know, this, this sounds like, oh my God, you've just invented a website. But obviously, a lot of people begin to get their first impression of what we do uh, on the web. So we do a lot of case studies there, telling people what we've done, the challenges that we've had. That obviously comes across into printed collateral. So there's a mix of, of traditional uh, and digital as well. Uh, our social media channels play play a role in all that. You can have all these channels. To, to, to market, but you have to have good content within which people are interested enough to say, I want to talk to you guys about that, or I, 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 you know, we've heard a little bit about that, or we've seen a little bit about this. Um, as I said earlier, it's quite complex to, to describe what we do uh, as a company. I mean, there's people there for the last you know, decade or more who, you know, uh, when you sit down and say, well, what do we do as a business? When you start adding on all these bits and pieces, it's not like Santa Claus. Santa Claus makes toys, right? And just says, <laughs> you know, does it one night a year. But you know, we are doing so many different things 365 days of the year, 24-7 globally. And as I said, it's from one paramedic uh, in a remote location, possibly in Papua New Guinea, out to a retail clinic um, in you know, sort of regional areas of, of um, the United Arab Emirates and everything in between. So one of our core uh, um, mechanisms to tell that story is video. Um, and we extensively use video uh, for, for our uh, marketing uh, because to be able to sit down and describe in words what a project such as the Ebola project in West Africa looks like and feels like. And you can sit and you can have nodding heads and you can have people say, yeah, we get it and we understand it. To show people a three-minute piece that actually talks directly to 
the Australians who, who went there, their motivation for going on that project, um, their experiences whilst on that project, um, and also to see the logistical setup and, and outside of the healthcare professionals, um, you know, to also talk to the project management teams about how we put that piece together. In three minutes, people down tools, they just close over, close over their folders and they get it. They understand immediately what it was about. Um, so video plays a massive role for us. The thing about video is, you know, you can tell the story, which is great because we like to interview people. We do a lot of interviews. We get a lot of people um, in action as to what they're doing when they're doing it. But we also take them away from that. We sit them down in a quiet room where they get a chance to even reflect on what they've been doing. And, and very often the best uh, parts of us come out during that time, not just the logistical stuff, but the, the genuine experiences of healthcare professionals in these remote and challenging locations. That's one aspect. The other aspect is we use quite a bit of animation, and we've certainly been doing that over the past um, and couple of years, and different styles of animation as well, because even b pretty boring processes such as credentialing. So credentialing is really important to us as a business to get the right healthcare people in place who have the right credentials. And, and it's a quite a robust process. It's comprehensive. And we need to let people know when they apply for a job at Aspen Medical that they are going to go through this process. Um, and you can, again, describe it. And, you know, I, I, I like writing. I like words. But, you know, even I find it can be a bit boring. Um, create a two-minute video piece and it really hits the nail on the head. Uh, a little animated piece that, that has a little bit of fun in it, takes out the really important pieces of the information and gives them a flow chart of, of what to expect over the next few weeks and what will happen, um, really makes it work for us. So, you know, that, that to us, to me, and I often say this, if I had my last $1,000 in marketing, what would I spend it on? I'd spend it on video. So obviously, you know, Aspen Medical is a large company. They have the budget for video. You've also tried out um, a low-budget uh, option in Yammer as well uh, with Yammer Videos where um, we did a bit of work uh, with your guys sort of with um, their mobile phones. How's, how's that been? Obviously a different uh, market and a different sort of um, yeah. content offering. How's that sort of been working out? Yeah, uh, really good because, you know, as you said, the, 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 the content that we need to deliver to to the likes of the World Health Organization where we're making presentations or we're, you know, in Geneva and we're, we're explaining to people what a project is that we've done has to have certain production values. Not because you're trying to make, you know, once upon a time in Hollywood, but, but uh, you know, you need the right people in there and you need the right types of professionals asking the right questions. We cannot get into Mosul, you know, it's too dangerous. I'm not going to go to Mosul uh, and do that. So, you know, through... Uh, you know, the networks that you've had, we've been able to get the right people who understand how to ask the right questions and they, they, they become a director uh, and also a film a filming guy at the same time and we're getting this really good, solid, professionally produced pieces back out. That's important. One of the challenges we have and one of the challenges any marketeer has is, is how you communicate internally, how we keep our team up to speed on certain things and how we talk to our team generally making sure that they're part of, of what we do as a business, that they understand what we're doing out there in the different projects. And, and recently what we've done is we've, 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 we've come to the party, I suppose, a little bit late, but um, you know, Yammer, uh, as part of Office 365, uh, has certainly opened up for us 
a new way of communicating with people. And, and you know, I'll be upfront here, you know, it, it's not my job to stick people's heads in front of Yammer and say, please read this. Uh, the point is, it's there and we hope people gravitate to it and we give them plenty of content. Now, you know, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that video is really, really important these days. And, you know, you go to Facebook and most of the content is video related. Most of their effective content is video related. Um, your billions of minutes of, of uh, video is consumed every day uh, on, um, on, on things like Facebook. Video is visual, it's aural, and you can also read the, the, um, the, 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 the script underneath it if you don't have your, have your thing on. So the bottom line is video is just so super powerful as a medium to communicate any message. So what we've done is... We don't want to have high production values all the time. Sometimes we just want something that where we're introducing a new staff member. And, but what was really important was we didn't do it with a mobile phone standing at the wrong distance from the person, pointing a phone at them, the lighting is wrong, there's background noise. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's, you know, it's not, you know, citizen journalism we're looking for. We're not expecting to see, you know, a, a bushfire and all of a sudden just pull out your phone and, and take that, that, 10 seconds of video and send it off to, to a media outlet. And that will do because that was real and that was organic and that was scary. We actually want to be able to hear what someone says uh, and we want to present that person in the best light. So when someone joins our team who's new, we do interviews with them just to, for them to explain a little bit where they've come from, what they're looking forward to doing at, at Aspen Medical. Um, even when we go down the road of introducing a new IT system, which it's in itself can be t internally be boring, sorry to the IT people, um, we've tried to make that a little bit interesting, even for the IT guys, by saying, hey, look, stop writing stuff and sending out emails because people get bored in the first three or four sentences. But you are quite an interesting person. You're fun, you're casual, and in fact, if you dumb it down a bit, uh, and we can ask you some dumbed-down questions because we're pretty dumb. Actually, everybody might get something out of this new IT uh, and, and piece that's coming into to Aspen Medical. So, we've again, we've done that. And as I said, the important thing has been our team uh, have been trained and, and directed by, uh, by Newcast to say, look, this is a really good piece of kit. It will deliver you a, a better performance if you just do the lighting in this way and you know having those sessions with you guys to be able to deliver um those organic internal low cost uh, options for us to be able to do stuff that's pretty snappy and you know we don't all we, you know every now and again something might happen in the business we may have a, a, a visitor for argument's sake who's talking about um you know, mental health issues or something like that during, you know, the Are You OK Day or stuff like that. It's nice to be able to video that, share that on Yammer, but at the same time not have to spend on it to an extent. Um, so, so what we've done now within our team is we've actually uh, created this little expertise internally uh, that allows us with confidence... Uh, for me to uh, flippantly say to one of the team, uh, we need you to record uh, Glenn, uh, Glenn, who's the, who's the um, uh, executive chairman, we need you to record him. He's doing a quick company update. We'd like to share it across the entire business. Uh, there's people who are remotely connected to the business. They might be out in uh, places out in Queensland where they're on clinics for oil and gas companies and stuff like that, or they could be out at sea uh, uh, working for um, um, federal government or whatever the case may be. They're part of our team. They're part of our family. They deserve to have an update from the from the uh, executive chairman. And they also deserve to have one that they can hear. <laughs> 
that they can see him properly, uh, and that where and when there are points that need to be accentuated, they're dragged out on screen in text. And we now have the ability to do those quick, short, sharp videos internally uh, to a standard that I am prepared to accept is okay for Aspen Medical. Okay. Uh, so one last question. So obviously you've got the lower end of the sort of, you know, the, the churn content in, in the Yammer sort of videos, but also you guys, uh, you know, are willing to sort of invest a bit of money in more cutting edge video uh, concepts like virtual reality, 360 video. Um, so I, I guess, you know, for someone who's listening to this, who's wondering, oh, you know, why invest a lot of money in video? Is it worth it? Just just explain a, a little bit around, you know, why it's important to, um, you know, invest in those uh, new sort of cutting edge uh, video sort of outputs as well. Yeah, well, for us, again, for us, because <coughs> um, we we build um, mobile health units and they can be used as surgeries or wards or emergency departments and, and we actually build them up in, um, in Brisbane. Um, and for us, uh, you know, the target audience for these are predominantly, you know, state or federal government. And there's nothing like a show-and-tell piece, right? There's nothing like coming down and sitting in or walking through or whatever the case may be. And you can show all the static images you want and you can use all the words you want. Uh, and I can use all the static 2D graphics that we want or you can spin something around on a, on a, on a laptop. Point is, you do not get the sense... Of, of what that surgical unit is, its height, its scale, and the fact that there are several rooms off it and stuff like that, unless you you do a, a sort of virtual reality 3D walkthrough. Um, so for us, one of the challenges has been very often these particular units, um, when they're in place, are in quite remote uh, and regional areas. And the point is, it does sometimes take a day or more travel to get to see one of these in action. Um, and particularly in terms of the target audience that you're trying to say, hey, look, we'd really love you to see this, and we think it'll sh- shape how you think how these can be used in, in other locations. And, and the problem there is saying, but you're going to have to take a day off because it's currently in, you know, it's in Toowoomba or it's in somewhere like that. So what we did was we invested in making sure that we had a proper 3D walkthrough uh, with the right kit as well. So the goggles we have are Oculus goggles. I mean, it's not an ad for anybody, but they really seem to work quite well. Um, and it allows us to basically show people around our uh, mobile health and surgical units um, from the comfort of their office uh, or if they're at a conference. So for us, it's about, you know, we don't do these things because it's nice to do. We do it because we have to do it. And secondly, you know, we can actually point back and say, we went to a conference in X, we invested our time talking about mobile health units, we showed several people a walkthrough using our VR goggles, and we have since then built some of those people into genuine leads. Because now they know it really exists, it's not VR, uh, it's, it's a genuine 3D walkthrough. They understand what they're looking at. They understand the concept. It's backed up by video as well. So we're using a lot of stuff visually to get across to people that this really does work, it really does exist. So having those interviews at hospitals with people who've previously used it, getting actual clinicians to talk about working in it, because 
Otherwise, it's a lot of suits saying, you should have this mobile health unit, and the other suit says, yes, we should. But until you hear an actual surgeon say, I've worked in this mobile health unit, and it's as good as an operating theatre that I would normally use in, or normally be working in, in a, in a, in a hospital, um, that is very, very powerful to hear that. To be able to back that up with this is what he meant when he spoke about the surgical lights or this is what he said when he spoke about the, the sterilization area and stuff like that. And to be able to show that is a powerful uh, thing for us. Makes it much easier then for that person to say, okay, I'm in, I, I will go and I will now invest the time. And yes, we still do need to see and walk around and, and you know kick the tires on it and we get all that, but you've already sold it. So for us, it's a it's a... A powerful mechanism, and you know, it's it's only down to sometimes you think we, sh- damn it, we should have done this and we should have done that. And this is the point about video: is is that if you can think it out in advance, you can get it done there and then. There will never be another opportunity, hopefully, to see the inside of a, a red zone at an Ebola treatment center. And it would have been really, would have been a good idea. But at the time, you don't think about this. You're thinking about saving lives and you're thinking about making sure your own people are safe. And you, you are still focused on the video and understanding what's going on and the logistics and all that. It would have been good, but that would have required the kit at the time to, to be brought over and stuff like that. But it, it is worth doing that when, when you, there are so many ways that video communicates, whether it's animation to get across a, a concept um, that we've done several times or it's the real-time video of, of actually talking to somebody about their experiences of working in a remote area where it's been challenging and, and, and stuff like that. That brings out the emotion, and that brings out the, the expertise as well. And then there's you know, the other stuff we've just spoken about, which is you know in-house, low-cost, punch it out, but punch it out in a way that still shows respect for your audience, which is, I'm not just going to take my iPhone, point it in the general direction of someone and scream a question and they half come back with something while the air conditioning unit is on. You know, have some respect for your audience, invest in the kit, get some training. Uh, and, you know, at, at the same time, we're always still happy to go back to, to you guys with that stuff and say, you know what, we just want to top and tail it. It just needs a little polish that we simply can't do because that's your expertise. So... There's lots of different ways to skin a cat, as we say in Ireland. Is that? Can you say that here? <laughs> the cats can. Cats you say anything here? <laughs> can cats get skinned in Australia? Anyway, thanks. <laughs>